Sports. Take a breath. And maybe a diabetes test. We're your home for the winning edge. This is the Sports Radio All right, kids, here we go. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, our second hour on Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. And we're thrilled to be with you. AM 1400 KSHP in Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshadow. Everybody had a wonderful weekend. Lunchtime, a couple things going on. You wear some football gear over to John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo, 20% off. Good eating. Save some dough. And then the Monday Night Maniacs will be out in full force tonight. Great Monday Night Football Party at Oasis, 4955 South, Decatur. John and the gang dishing out some swag. Great food, great drink, great ambiance. Meet a lot of new friends over there. Check it out over at Oasis. That Monday night. Huh? Grab yourself some chicken nachos over there. They're fantastic. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. No, they're good. I never had that. Ah, big chunks of white meat chicken. Really good. Well done. Yeah. It's lunchtime, man. Don't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> we always do that, really. Right? No, all of a sudden, all, I'm hungry all yeah. of a sudden. I'm surprised you don't hear my stomach over the mic. Oh, we hear you. <laughs> Monday Night Football. Saints are four. I got to be honest with you. I'm not buying this total. 41 and a half. Oh, wait a minute. Wait just a minute. Have a timeout? Brian no, taking a timeout. I'm time taking out. a timeout. All right. The bomb cyclone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... All right. You watched that game last night? Isn't it amazing? Angles. When you're watching sports on TV, like golf, camera's over top of a green, and the guy hits the putt. And on TV, he's like, okay, here comes the putt. But then they go show the, the ground-level shot, and the guy is up up a slope, side hill, and you don't see that from Cor- above. Correct. Hockey. You go to a hockey game. Oh, hit him. He's open. When you're above, you see things form. When you're down low, it's like... Correct. Right? Correct. You watched that game last night on just the pan camera? Yeah. It was a football game. They showed you the ground level, and it was like a monsoon they were playing. <laughs> you couldn't see it on, on the pan camera. Right. No, I, I, I get it. Yeah, the, the weather was grizzly. Oh, boy. Here we go. Okay. So clearly, well, it's at Seattle for starters. Mm-hmm. You always get rain. Correct. Well, they're getting rain in the next five days, all week. But as of now, wind is 20 miles an hour. So there's your... Right. See, I was thinking, you know, for starters, but it was that number all week. I mean, could that weather... I guess the weather forecast that far out could have been in play. But I, I can see Geno Smith and Winston doing some decent things tonight. But now bring the weather in. Correct. Yeah. Oh boy. I don't know what to Although, do with this game. Although fun shaped object, yeah, it's wet. It, uh, we've seen it before. We've seen it before when you when you think the weather is going to keep uh, a game a low scoring game. 
Um, you're right. Uh, bounces of the football, turnovers, uh, you know, uh, defensive backs falling down. Um, and, and we've seen the totals go over in those situations. Uh, tell me, what's the bigger story? I think I know what it is. Per, well, personally, my opinion. The bigger story, how good the Bengals are or how ordinary the Chiefs are. That's a good one. I'm going to go how ordinary the Chiefs are. I agree. Because every year in the NFL, there's a team or two, right? Yeah. I mean, these guys are driving off a cliff. (laughs) They are. They are. So, And and we've talked about the defense for weeks. But for them just to score three points, now look, look, you, you have to give the other side you know, some credit too. But for them to score just three points, and, and in watching the game, it felt to me like, like Mahomes is pressing there, you know, force, trying to force things to happen. And I just, you know, again, the, the defense was one thing. For that offense to come up with only three points, that's not good. Is this an overreaction? Giants beat the Panthers. Okay, fine. Chiefs Monday night at home. It opened nine and a half. It's a ten now. You think that's an overreaction? I mean, wouldn't you have envisioned that number being more in the 12-13 range if the Chiefs were the Chiefs? They're not at the moment. Yeah, they're kind of not, but I I got to tell you that that spot scares me a little bit now. If I, I I don't think I can I can play the Giants in in that spot. They're they're coming off a win, right? So so they're you know they may let now you wouldn't think they would let down, but you know they they're feeling pretty good about themselves. And Kansas City's coming in there with an axe to grind. They, right, they got to get it going right. Raiders got a W yesterday. Golden Knights took it out. Yeah. But in both cases, you were a winner if you went the Terribles, potentially, <laughs> with the VGK and the Raiders game day giveaway. Check it out when these teams are in action. Our friends at Terribles all around the Las Vegas Valley. We're going up the street. Chuck Esposito is going to join us from Red Rock. Coming up next on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. We are your official source for gaming, odds, and more. Except no substitutes. They won't. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. There's listening to Sports Grid, then there's listening to Sports Grid. You know you're doing it right when friends ask you about the week's matchups, the wife is happy, and your teenager regards you with quiet awe. Here's your slippers, Dad. Keep listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, back with your Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. We're having a great time from the KSHP studios in Las Vegas, Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. We get him on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. He jumpstarts the week, gives us the updates, gets us into the weekend. It's always a treat for us. 
Chuck Esposito joining us. Station Casinos over at Red Rock. Hi, bud. How was the weekend? I'm cool. It's good, buddy. It's good. Another good weekend for the uh, for the guests. I mean, it's just three straight weekends that uh, pro football has treated them well. You know, some of the bigger decisions yesterday were Patriots against the Jets, Packers against Washington football team, uh, the Raider game, uh, and Tampa against the Bears. Uh, good crowd, good handle, great atmosphere, but uh, celebrating it for the guests again. A lot of hooting and hollering and, uh, and a lot of fun. Not quite as bad as last weekend, um, but once again, they had you know more winners than losers. We were talking in the first segment, Chuck, and let you have at it. Uh, the two big stories yesterday, uh, the Bengals stomping on Baltimore and just how good are these guys. Pretty impressive. But the other one is Kansas City again on a banana peel. This one's getting pretty squirrely for them. Yeah, you know, I was impressed with Cincinnati's win. It's still a long season. They, they probably should have beaten Green Bay um, as well. I mean, they sit on top of the, the AFC right now. Um, love that offense with, you know, the three wide receivers and the and the, the rapport that Burrow has with Chase. And, you know, you still got Higgins and Boyd and Uzumah tight end and, you know, a healthy Joe Nixon. They're a fun team to watch. Uh, I don't think they're going to go away. And with some of the struggles that Cleveland has had, and we kind of know that, that Pittsburgh got a little older overnight, um, I think they're a good team. And, you know, it's going to be fun to watch them the rest of the season and watch the development of Burrow with that offense and how much better it can be. Um, we talked about Kansas City, guys. They're an average team at best. Um, you know, some of the issues that Patrick Mahomes had at the collegiate level um, with turnovers and inaccuracy are, you know, kind of coming up a little bit this year. He already has more turnovers this year than he had all of 2020. Am I ready to hit the panic button yet? No. Um, but, hey, them in the postseason at Arrowhead is a much more difficult task than them having to go on the road. They can't run the ball. Defensively, they don't play well. And if Mahomes is turning the ball over, they're just not a good team. And, you know, they're a big favorite on Monday Night Football against the Giants. They probably should have lost to the Browns. But right now, there's a host of teams in the AFC that are better than the Chiefs. You never know where it's going to come from, Chuck. But you think of two teams and the impact that rookies have had. Chase has actually helped Mixon get going. That entire offense looks really good. Uh, Jamar Chase has been wonderful for them. And what the Diggs kid's doing for the Cowboys, it's amazing the impact that rookies can have. Oh, it absolutely is, B. I mean, it's... uh... Um, you know, you look at some of these young kids and the way they play, that whole defense on the Cowboys is different. And I think that's what's kind of separating them right now. And I think you look at Chase, and, you know, we know that he sat out the year and he had a lot of drops in, in preseason, didn't look great. But now that he's gotten healthy and the speed factor and just the rapport that he and Joe Burrow had at the collegiate level and how that's kind of translated, does it help him that you've got a Tyler Boyd in the slot and a T. Higgins on the other side, and who's my tight end, and Joe Mixon at running back? Heck yeah. But they are a dynamic offense, and this kid is, you know, in, in two or three years from now, we might be talking about him as, you know, the steal of the draft and arguably one of the best receivers in football. But he is having a phenomenal rookie campaign right now. Just one ad, guys. That Cincinnati offensive line. They're, they're opening holes for Mixon, and they are giving Burrow plenty of time to pass the ball. From a betting perspective, Chuck, uh, whenever New England plays uh, the New York Jets, 
If if you feel like New England's, you know, got a, a you know, that they're they're going to win that game, uh, lay the wood, whatever it is, and bet the over. Belichick loves to destroy the New York Jets. It, it's funny, Stevie, but we talked about that yesterday. Even with a, a new young coach and Robert Saleh and and a new young quarterback and Zach Wilson, I mean, there was take no prisoners. I mean, they were they were throwing and and creative and doing everything they could even when they were up by, you know, three and four scores. So still has that grudge against the Jets, and you're absolutely right. Um, you know, they just buried them yesterday. I mean, this Jet team does not look very good. It looks like the Mike White era will begin at quarterback for the next two to four weeks. Maybe Zach Wilson needs that. Not that you want to see anybody get injured, but he has really struggled in his rookie campaign. And um, just an uphill battle, I think, for the Jets moving forward. And, and they take on this week, although they're at home, Arguably the hottest team and or one of the hottest teams in football in Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, which we just touched on. What do you make of the Raiders, Chuck, uh, on a little mini run here, sitting atop the AFC West uh, with the Chiefs, as we just talked about, in trouble at the moment? Uh, as of today, things looking really good for the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're by. I guess you know most teams when they've won two games in a row, they don't want to buy. And they're playing really well in all facets of the game. But I think with the the kind of off-field distraction of what happened with Gruden, um, the, the fact that they had gotten beaten by the Bears that week, then go on the road and, and win a game at Denver, and then play well against the Eagles. I mean, they seem to be more a relaxed bunch. I mean, offensively, they have looked better in two weeks than they did over the last few years. Um, they just seem to be more relaxed. You want to get Waller healthy. You want to give Jacobs more time to get healthy. They sit in the number two spot in the AFC right now. Um, they're a good, fun team to watch. I mean, I thought they had a couple of bad losses there against the Bears and Chargers, where offensively they didn't look good, but they've kind of bounced back. So, hey, I think the Raiders right now are in a really good spot. And, and probably for them, even though they're coming up back-to-back wins, that bye comes at a really good time. What do you make of the game tonight, Chuck? New Orleans four on the road, the total forty-one and a half. We're, you know, expecting rain and wind uh, with that storm, like we saw last night. The wind currently is twenty miles an hour. Clearly, that's impacting people that would normally be running to play the over in a Monday night game. You know, it's funny, but we saw that game last night with kind of similar weather and really bad when they they kind of showed the upper levels of the stadium with with wind and rain. Um, that that total actually took a – it came down initially, went back up. But I think the more interesting stat for Seattle is, I mean, I think they're 1-5 they're in five, um, over under this year with only one game going over, or they're 0-5-1. I think 0-5-1. They've had no overs this year, even with Russell Wilson when he was healthy and that offense was clicking. So they don't score a lot. And I think their big problem is defensively, they can't get off the field on third down. And I think when you look at a Saint team, if Kamara and – and Winston and all the underneath stuff can control the clock. Even with the weather, I think that makes it more problematic for Seattle if they have to come back at all in this game. Um, but that's a big part of it. Saints play here. Then they play at home next week against Tampa. Um, they're hopeful to get Michael Thomas back maybe in the next two to three weeks. So they just kind of have to weather the storm at this point. I think when you look at Seattle, we said that we thought three, four weeks ago, NFC West was by far the toughest division in football. Well, I think I'm wrong. Um, it's a two-team division now with the Rams and Cardinals. Niners and Seahawks have really dropped off over the last three weeks, guys. Well, Chuck, you talk about a Thursday night game that's going to be impactful. 
Arizona laying three. The total's 53. Here's the rub, buddy. Uh, at the end of the day down the road, this could determine home field advantage, at least the way it's going now. It, it could, guys. Um, you know, it's interesting because there there are, you know, we were, it already looks like the Packers' defensive coach will not be able to coach due to COVID. Um, I know a lot of the players are wearing masks. All meetings are being uh, conducted um, via, you know, a Zoom. Um, so you, you have to wonder with the short work week, is there a possibility that it would affect other Packers? Now, this game has already started to tick up, I think, for a couple of factors, that being one. The other one, hey, the Packers probably should have got beaten by Washington yesterday. If not for a couple of missed field goals, they, got, they, they get beat by Cincinnati. They haven't been great, but they are 6-1. and one. Kind of an interesting stat, guys. Over the last, I don't know what the years was, and I apologize, get, I, I, don't, I can't about, recall. Get about 10 seconds, Chuck. Go ahead. I'll pick it up when we get back, B. All right, no, let's do that. Chuck Esposito is our guest. It is Vegas Sportsbook Radio Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network, on a Monday in Vegas. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Hey, we're back with you, Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, racing right back to Red Rock. Chuck Esposito joining us on a Monday. As we were going to break, we were talking about Green Bay, Arizona, and the Thursday night game. Chuck, you had a little nugget you were yapping about. Yeah, the, the last... Um, this will be the third time that a reigning MVP has played against a team that is seven and zero. And in the previous two times, one included Dan Marino, and I apologize, I don't know the name of the other one off the top of my head. Um, that they they won. They were they're two and zero. So a reigning MVP going up against a team that is seven and zero the following season, which Rodgers is is two and zero. Rodgers is going to try to be the third straight quarterback to do that in NFL history. Well. I'll play devil's advocate because I know some people will say this. It's a small sample size. But what I will say is you told us that 12-0 and was the number for the number one overall pick starting in week one in the NFL, and that's now 13-0 against. Yeah, I mean, it's just interesting sometimes how these kind of trends and stuff, um, you know, uh, come to play. But that you know, it's interesting kind of stat with uh, you know with, with that uh, that happens, and and I can understand why it's a small sample size. How many times are a team is a team you know seven and zero um, to start the season, and they happen to be playing a game against a reigning MVP? You know, I'm just looking at it, Chuck. Uh, let's see, let's skate down the list. The Bills laying thirteen and a half at home to Miami. Uh, you've got Kansas City laying ten to the Giants. And Houston's got to be getting a fortune. Yeah, 14 and a half, they're catching all these points with the Rams coming to town. Uh, the disparity from top to bottom, do you ever remember seeing a season with so many immense numbers uh, in a year? It usually be one that, oh, hey, there's one, somebody's, you know, 13 and a half, 14, 15, one really bad team. We're seeing three, four double-digit numbers every week. 
I think the surprising thing, guys, is that it's so early in the season that, you know, we're, we're not at the halfway mark yet, and you're already seeing this. There's no question that we've seen this in the past, later in the season, um, but you're absolutely right. So it's not just a, hey, let's back the Rams or let's back the, back the Bucks or let's back the Bills. It's a fade against these bad teams. And I think especially when you've got them playing against each other, like, I know the Rams didn't cover yesterday against the Lions, but that was a huge angle. You know, the Cardinals did against the Texans, and now you've got the Rams against uh, the Texans this this week. So um, over the last couple of years, favorites of two touchdowns or more are now 9-11-1. and one. Yeah, there you go. Um, So the favorite doesn't always get there. But, hey, this is not even at the halfway point, and you're seeing multiple games each week that are two scores at least favorites against their opponent, even on the road. I mean, the Rams are, are over a two-touchdown favorite on the road, and the Bengals, the Bengals, who I know they're playing really good this year, are two-score favorites on the road against the Jets. Hey, Chuck, uh, Cleveland and the uh, Steelers this week, I'm, I'm just wondering how you guys uh, came with the number there. Did you take into account the uh, injuries to Cleveland, or is this such a good rivalry? And Keenum, you know, he, he was fine. Um, that it's not really that big of a factor in this game. Yeah, I, I think it's more the, the all the injuries that Cleveland had. Pittsburgh does come off the bye, Stevie. Um, all indications are if he doesn't have a setback that Nick Chubb will play for the Browns, um, that OBJ is not going to have surgery. I know that Mayfield says he wants to play, but I don't think there's a tremendous drop-off right now to Keenum. I think in that offense and what the quarterback is asked to do, I think the bigger factor here is having Nick Chubb back. I think Johnson filled in well um, for the two running backs against Denver, but having him as kind of the, the second fiddle to Nick, Nick Chubb, I think that's why if Chubb is back, I think that's why you do see this number above three. Now, if it gets announced at some point that Chubb is out, it wouldn't surprise me to see this number drop. Deshaun Watson, Chuck, Miami, Philly, or Carolina? Where's he landing? You know, I know that it's easy to say Miami. I just, I think Carolina's in the mix, guys. I think that, you know, Matt Rule and uh, appears to be the type of coach that he's not just going to stand still. He's already made multiple trades for, for DBs. Don't know if he has enough assets, but you look at that offense when you get McCaffrey back, and they really have underachieved. I mean, Robbie Anderson's been invis- invisible. DJ Moore's had some good games, um, but he has not played well of late. Darnold, and to get benched in a game yesterday for, for P.J. Walker. I think it's Miami, but I'm going to say that, that Carolina is definitely in the mix. And if you're the Texans, you have to love it because now with the struggles of Hurts and, and, uh, and what's going on right now with Carolina with Darnold, it's definitely going to drive the cost up a little bit. And I think that helps a Texan team that I thought overplayed their hand and waited way too long. Chuck, you're not losing sleep over the Bears losing to the Bucks. But Fields has been sacked 22 times on only 131 passing attempts. This kid's going to get killed. You know, guys, it's the that team needs to make an adjustment to cater to a young quarterback. We know their offensive line isn't very good. On play action and rollouts, he has a 99% passer rating. When he drops straight back, it drops to 43. So it doesn't matter how athletic he is or how quick he is 
or how fast that release is, or he's a running quarterback. That team offensively is doing nothing to help cater to his strengths. Allen Robinson is having the worst season of you know his career. You're playing without David Montgomery now. You know I, I got to believe the drum beat is awfully loud um, in Chicago about Matt Nagy. You know I mean the way they got beat against Green Bay, the way you pretty much got manhandled against Tampa. Um, they're a home dog to to San Francisco, and there's a chance right now that Nagy won't be there on Sunday due to COVID protocols um, to coach the Bears. But I have to think that his seat is arguably one of the hottest, if not the hottest, in the National Football League right now. Chuck, college football, you know, we sit here and stare at it. Georgia, Cincy, Bama, Oklahoma, top four, followed by Ohio State, Michigan at six, Oregon at seven. Michigan State is sitting at eight, and you get Michigan, Michigan State this week. This is going to be monster games the rest of the way. Michigan, what, three, four and a half on the road. Totals 52. Uh, how about in terms of hanging numbers for the next week and the huddle up you guys do? Got a pretty good read what's shaking in college football? I think at this point you do because you're, you're kind of looking at what you touched on, B, and that's the teams that are going to have a shot to play for the national championship. I know where Cincinnati sits right now. I just find it hard to believe that as of today, if you had to pick the four teams, that it wouldn't be Bama, Georgia, Oklahoma, and the Buckeyes, that Cincinnati would be on the outside looking in. With that said, you know, they, they didn't have a great game this weekend, didn't didn't demolish their opponent, struggled a little bit. Um, they're big favorites again. I think, you know, they'll look to run it up. I think Michigan is, is somewhat live, depending on if they can run the table with the tough schedule that they have. Love this Michigan-Michigan State game this weekend, though. I mean, that's going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, you know, I, I think the total seems a little high for me. But, hey, both these teams are undefeated. and can't remember probably the last time they played in late October when both were undefeated. But, uh, again, for me, guys, I'd love to see somebody other than the four I, I mentioned kind of have a chance to sneak in. But I, I don't see right now, unless there's some major upset, that it's not going to be Oklahoma, Ohio State, Bama, and Georgia. I'm going to say this, though. Oklahoma still, I think, that Achilles heel is the defense. And if one of those four I had to predict to, to, to lay an egg or get upset, I would say it would be the Sooners. I'm not saying this week, but at some point between now and the end of the season, to me the upset special team would be the Sooners. World Series starts tomorrow, Chuck. I'm just wondering, do you guys have liability? I know you didn't want the San Francisco Giants in there. Do you have liability on either Houston or Atlanta? And how's the action so far in Game 1? Action's been great, Stevie. Um, really in good shape with both teams. Um, you're right. We weren't big uh, um, uh, fans of, of the Giants, weren't big fans of the Red Sox as far as future book went, but it kind of worked out well. Really good shape with these two teams. Houston was there, you know, a couple of years ago. We know you know, some of the, the issues that occurred there. Um, Atlanta hasn't been there since 1999. They're a fun team to watch. I love this Atlanta team. They play the small ball. Um, I think pitching is going to be interesting here with, with both teams' bullpens. Um, I think it's a, a really, really close series, um, and I think it's going to be fun to watch. But overall, we're in really good shape uh, overall as far as um, future book goes with these two teams, guys. Chuck, tell them about the mobile app and all the goodies. The clock's a ticking, boys. You have till the end of the month right now for up to that $500 bonus on STN Sports. There's so much going on. I mean, we touched on it, guys, and College Hoops is right around the corner. It's such a great time to get signed up for SDN Sports. 
Um, you still get up to that $500 bonus through the end of the month. Get signed up today. It brings the sports book to you. Um, so it's a great time to have SDN Sports, guys. But always a pleasure. I hope you have a fun day. Let's see what happens in the Monday night game. We'll check in with you midweek. All right, boys. Sounds great. Enjoy the game tonight. Our buddy Chuck Esposito over at Red Rock Sunset Station. Uh, wildfires uh, all around town. Palace Station, Red Rock Station, casinos. They got you covered. You're coming in from out of town. You want to get your meat hooks on a mobile app. Stevie, a little football update for you. What happened? Well, it's a, it's a me update. Okay. Playoffs. Playoffs? <laughs> what are the playoffs already? And we just got confirmation of the team. It's going to be Desert Pines and Arborview. Oh, there you go. On Thursday Night Lights, my LVTV. Call the game with Kenny White, Alex White. Love watching the kids, man. Put on a good show, and the games are great. When Don't you know get much to the about postseason. Desert Pines. Arborview's been a, a, a really good team. For Arborview while, runs no. the old double wing, man. Oh, yeah. They're it's like watch. running in a phone book. <laughs> Coming back to Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Series 204, all along the Sports Grid Radio Network. Don't go anywhere. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. SportsGrid Radio Network. When's the last time I told you you're a smart guy? You tell me that all the time. I, I think you're trying to work an angle, though, sometimes. You know, you're a smart guy. You park far away, and you don't have to have the angst. I still have angst. Are <laughs> I still have angst. Coming in, in like parking a, a night parked right outside the window here. Go, why am I doing this to myself? We like need to drum roll. We, we need to post odds on dents in the park. And oh, I got a good one. There's the some money to be made there, Brian. Yeah. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Hey, you're coming in from out of town. Tony Neville, Treasure Island, Golden Circle Sportsbook Sports Bar. We're heading down there for the Breeders' Cup. He's got a Breeders' Cup contest on Friday the 5th. The big guy should be in studio tomorrow. We look forward to that. Thursdays, we're over at the Superbook at the Westgate Football Central. Great place to watch the NFL games in the theater over there. Barry Manilow. All the cool things going on over at the Westgate. And downtown, our pal Tony Miller in the Sportsbook. All kinds of cool things going on at the Golden Nugget, the concert series. Great concerts. Happy hour every day, 4 to 6. The Chart House. And at the Cadillac Cantina. Always good fun going on downtown. Oh, yeah. Over at the Golden Nugget, Tommy James and the Shondells coming up. Fantastic. Showing your age. I'm, well. That's fine. I'm, I, I, love, tunes. I love that music. That 51 concert series is fantastic. 51? The, the, if you it, leave it a week out? Is it 52 weeks? It used to be. The, well, well, it was. I don't know. It used to be the 50. I, I thought Two it was. Weeks. I thought it was fifty-one. Okay, whatever it is. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, we need a, everybody needs a week off. They, they bring in some great bands over there at the Golden Nugget for that series, kiddo. There are nine, nine games in the NBA tonight. That's a lot. I I didn't. I was you know I worked last night and I and I you know did some injury work on it, but I didn't realize it was nine. What do you make of Golden State coming out like they mean business? Yeah, they, you know. yeah, they are. Do, do you 
this this game has changed so much now. When you say Golden State, immediately you think of Steph Curry. They're, they are not running pick and rolls anymore. There's no backdoor cuts, none of that. Everyone's firing threes from well beyond the three-point line. And like, drilling like, them. like it's a layup. Yeah. So, re- remember when they when they had a guy on each team who that, that was his job to come in and shoot threes? And, and, and they would shoot, I don't know, six a game or something like that? They're, they're, teams are attempting 15 to 20 three-pointers a game now. That, that, that's like the average. So, so again, if you've got a Curry, Curry's going to hoist up at least 20 a game. How many teams in the NBA actually pride themselves on playing defense? It's getting, it's getting less. <laughs> Look, they, in, the, in the old days, I remember the All-Star games when, when no one played defense, but they're, they're, during, during the regular season, they, they would play defense. It's, it's gone now. They, it's, they don't it's early. Yeah. The Bulls holding the opponents to 94. The Hawks, 94. Heat, 98 and a half. Raptors just under 95 a game. And in the Western Conference, wow. Utah, 93 and a half. 97 Denver, 97 and a half. Minnesota, which is a little shocking to me. Everybody else well over. Yeah. Like in the 110s. Yeah. Points allowed. Yeah. Well, the, well, the, 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 the totals in the NBA start at 220, and then we work up from there. I, I, what, what do you think about this Laker team? They, they bring in Carmelo Anthony to get some, some scoring off the bench there. I, but I just I'm not feeling it with them. I and and LeBron they're not feeling it with each other. And and LeBron James getting older, you know, he he's nicked now a, a leg injury, uh, questionable for Tuesday's game against San Antonio. I I don't know. It, it it feels like like an older team now, and and I don't I I don't think they're as good as most people think they are. Take a peek ahead, opening numbers now. Early week look. Week eight. The big boy game, eh, you can make a case Tampa, New Orleans in the division. But I mean, the game that should be like a playoff game Tennessee at Indy. Yeah. Tennessee, a one and a half point favorite, totals 49. Do not sleep. On the Colts. I mean, I, I've said all along, the team that scares you, that's built for the postseason and bad weather, Tennessee's a no-brainer with a guy like Derrick Henry. I got news for you. Indy is not far behind with Taylor, physical, both sides of the football, very physical football team. And after this game with Tennessee... Indy gets the Jets, the Jags, and then they've got to go back to Buffalo with a little revenge on their mind from the playoff game that they should have won last year. They host the Bucks at Houston, New England, at Arizona, Raiders, and Jags. The Colts, today you wouldn't probably bat an eye at them. I'm telling you. 
go ahead and look 10 weeks down the road. That is not someone I'd want to be bumping into if yeah. they get in. No, you start. You, you were starting to talk about that two, three weeks ago, and, and, and we saw it last night. Wentz in bad weather was fine, right? And I'll tell you the guy to look out for. If, if Wentz can stay at, at this level, Pittman, what, what, yes. you talk about player props, look for Pittman in those player props. This guy is, this guy is really good. And, and if Wentz is healthy and can get him the ball, he can put up numbers. They don't wow you, you know? But is there anything, if Wentz is playing well, like, I'm not talking 350 yards and no, no, lighting no. up the scoreboard. He's not going to do that. I'm like, stop doing the stupid shovel pass at the four-yard line. Right. Remember the game? Well, who the heck was it? Was it the Rams? It was. Remember that the second week of the year, and everybody's like all like nuts about the Rams. The Colts should have beat the Rams. They should have been up 17 points in that game in the first half. They Fourth and goal, the one didn't get it in. Get the ball, come right back down the field, and Wentz throws an interception with a shovel pass at the three. They lost 27-24. They should have beat the Rams. And this team's been a mash unit. Yeah, I, 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 this is going to be a really I'm, – I'm looking forward to this game. Uh, Indy, Tennessee. I am also looking forward to New Orleans, Tampa. And they gave the Ravens game away. That's true. They did. Um, I am also looking forward to New Orleans, Tampa. Tampa, you know, this could be a a, a bit of a letdown spot um, for them. And I want to see, I I got a feeling about New Orleans. I want to see if I'm right. If they they are in this game uh, with Tampa, you know, even if they lose by a field goal at the end or something like that, I think New Orleans has something the rest of the year. But So I'm interested in those two games specifically uh, this week in the NFL. You know, we got the big one, Green Bay, Arizona, Thursday. Let me just take a peek at the Bucks schedule here. At the Saints, at the Skins, host the Giants, at the Colts, at the Falcons, host the Bills, host the Saints, and then is odd. at Carolina, at the Jets, and then home to Carolina. It's not too bad. There there are some tough games in there, but a handful. Yeah. But I don't this home field matter to them? They proved it didn't last year. You, uh, I, I would I, I wouldn't be playing with fire like that. They 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 just they, do you know that six and one is the best start they've ever had in their franchise history? Yeah, no, they're on cruise control. I, I, I think they're gonna I, I think they would like to have home field. Um, I, I think they're just going to keep playing like they're playing. I'm telling you, one of the most valuable players to their team, Brady, we, okay, I get mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And they could do, win any type of game. Mm-hmm. But stats-wise, he's not shooting fireworks into the sky or anybody's running out of their way to talk about him. Let me tell you something. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. They can run the ball when they need to run the ball. That's true. Fournette, and he'll take them all the way down the field and they bring the other guys in. Or I'm just telling you, what he did at the end of last year, he has brought it to the table at the beginning of this year, and that is an X factor. You could talk Brady and Evans and Antonio Brown and Gronk. and Okay, it's a video game. But they're going to win it again? Fournette was key to that last year, yeah. and he's doing it again. 
agree. I agree with that, Brian. And and the other, and in addition to his running, you've got a 44-year-old quarterback back there. Fournette picks up the blitz. He is really good at picking up the blitz. So that keeps Brady healthy, right? Brady's no dummy. He he called Fournette and said, "Hey, you know, why don't you come over here?" Now I think part of that is that he knew that that Fournette picks up the blitz really well. So do you think? You think that guy that got Brady 600 touchdown passes got the ball? Like Evans, oops, gave the ball away? Yeah. You think that guy's at the Bucks facility today renegotiating? Like, I want a car. <laughs> I, like, what did he get? He got a jersey and yeah, a $1,000 Bucks yeah. gift card? Thanks for nothing. He could have gone to Sotheby's. I have, a, I have a feeling, Brian, the way you're talking about this, that you would have been gone. That, that, that we wouldn't have seen you or that football in that stadium from that point. Well, I told the story when I was a teenager. Yeah, I, I'm not keeping my knees are shot. I mean, I would have got, I would have got, <laughs> I would have got, got halfway up the stairs, and there'd be five security guards there. <laughs> that's, that's Thirty funny. years ago, yeah. I mean, vapor trail. Yeah. You like? You, I forgot about that. Guy sitting there, run away, <laughs> leave, run. I mean, vamoose, snagglepuss, exit yeah. stage left. I mean, home. <laughs> get the ball. Get out of there. Yeah, because you're right. At auction, that that starts at four hundred thousand or so, right? Well, it's either a Brady ball or it's going to the Hall of Fame. Right. Right? Yeah. But By the way, did I tell you John Elway, in his career, fantastic Hall of Fame career, as good a quarterback as there has ever been, 300 touchdown passes. It's amazing, too. And when ultimately when he wins it, it's Terrell Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the running back that won yeah, it. I, I know. I know. That... And, and and Terrell Davis in the Hall of Fame. And I got nothing against Terrell Davis. He doesn't belong Longevity in the Hall of Fame. Longevity just wasn't there. No, he just doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. When when he was right. No, no, I have phenomenal. nothing against Terrell Davis. It's not that. I, all these Hall of Fames, it's 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 the Hall of Really Good now. That guys in there just not Hall of Fame players, in my opinion. It's a popularity contest yeah. in many respects. Yeah. It's too bad it's, it, it, because it just doesn't feel as special. So on the injury front, you got to be going bananas now with all the sports kicking in. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm behind all the time. Like I said, I was looking up NBA injuries last night. I'm going, oh, really? That guy's injured already? <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> all right. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio. We'll update the injuries. Scott Farrell coming your way at the top of the hour on the network. One of our favorites, David Shane, Golden Knights beat reporter from the RJ. He's going to join us in studio today. Not a lightning fast start, to say the least, for the Golden Knights. And we'll have news and notes from around the NHL. Scott Farrell will be with you on the network at the top of the hour. Coming back to put a lid on a Monday in Vegas. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. SportsGrid Radio Network. 
All right, back to put a lid on Vegas Sportsbook Radio on a Monday. Getting windy out there. I don't know how much this old bomb cyclone. Is it a bomb cyclone or a cyclone bomb? I don't know. I know that I brought the patio furniture indoors. It's in the garage. Yeah, it's getting windy. I guess maybe we'll get some of this rain. We'll be watching that Monday night game to see how bad the weather's going to be in Seattle. What do you got on the injury front? All right, we'll start with the NFL. Brian for Washington. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, hip. He's going to get an MRI in two weeks, Brian, so that means he's out at least another three. Uh, For the New York Jets, Zach Wilson, knee, likely out two to four weeks. He'll miss this week's game for sure. For the Cleveland Browns, the injury list is long. Some of it's good, though. Nick Chubb, calf injury, barring setbacks, expected to return Sunday versus the Steelers. And uh, Odell Beckham with a shoulder, practice today. Kevin Stefanski expects that Beckham will play through this shoulder injury. Baker Mayfield, also a shoulder, didn't practice today, and Stefanski is not sure if he'll practice on Wednesday. For Houston, Tyrod Taylor, hamstring, will practice on Wednesday. He's a possibility to start the game this week for the Houston Texans. In uh, the NBA, LeBron James for the Lakers, leg Injured last night in a collision with Desmond Bain. Hopes to be able to go Tuesday against the Spurs. For Washington, Bradley Beal hip. Limited in practice yesterday. A game-time decision tonight against Brooklyn. And for the Boston Celtics, a couple of injuries. Jalen Brown knee. Missed yesterday's game. I think he missed yesterday's game to be able to play tonight against the Charlotte Hornets. And Al Horford with a groin. He is questionable tonight versus Charlotte. Don't forget our friend Adam Kuttner. Why would I forget him? The power play giveaway. If the Golden Knights score on the power play, you can win tickets to a future game. Got to get this power play going. Yeah. Got to get anything going. He's got tickets backed up. All right. Let's see what happens, man. Interesting start to the season. We talk about it with Dave Shane from the RJ. And we've got Scott Farrell coming your way next along the Sports Group Radio Network Series 204. Thanks to Chris Pavona, our producer back in New York. Great guy. Does a great job. Great job, Stevie. Folks, thanks for joining us, and we'll play it back again tomorrow.